So you've looked at your schedule. You know the days you're riding this week and you have it marked in. The next task is figuring out what to do with each of those days. And last week I spoke all about fun and how fun is such an important thing to cover. This week, I want to talk about the second category, and that is partnership. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson, and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to have better conversations with your horse each and every day. And I just love helping riders create a plan and having a plan that works. And of course, that is all what we do inside of my premium programs. I talk all about the plan and I give them the plan and help them kind of step by step through it little voice in their ear nudging them along and all that fun stuff but I really think that for many riders we tend to take both fun and partnership what we take it for granted we seem to think that both are just going to occur naturally and both are going to continue to develop naturally as we continue to ride and initially that's probably true okay initially when you start out and you get going yes there probably will be this natural development of both fun and partnership but after a while i'm telling you now both can begin to uh, either stagnate or well they just wane a little um and i really think that this is where riders and you in particular you need to begin to get intentional about building it into your actual program with your horse and many riders they see partnership as being not all that important <laughs> partnership is so important okay it is what will help you in your training to actually move forward and it's what keeps you and your horse almost moving forward together okay and regardless of if you're a little bit ahead of your horse or your horse is a little bit ahead of you when you are committed to the partnership when you're committed to making it great and you're committed to just being with your horse and really understanding what's going on there between the two of you in this interaction that you both have that's where you can really and truly then move forward in your actual training which is where so many riders want to focus all their attention they're all about the exercises what exercises must I do what must I do whoa whoa Tonto before you even get there just focus on building fun and partnership in and I wanted today really and truly focus on that partnership element for you and explain how I think you can begin to incorporate it into your day-to-day riding okay so I really and truly believe that partnership it's like liking each other you know you know like when you when you you just really have this deep down respect and you like each other you and your horse okay And that is going to be absolutely essential if you need to overcome, well, a sticky point at any time in the future. And I tell you now, you keep working with your horse for long enough, there are going to be sticky points. There are going to be points where it's just feeling like, this is not going anywhere. This, it's, it's stuck or it's, it's not great okay the fact that you and your horse can still like each other as you move through that is going to be essential to moving through that this is where you see so many riders ending up selling the horse stopping riding whatever else okay it's because they don't have that 
foundational partnership part in place, okay? And they're not working on actively developing the partnership with the horse. And I find that this is so true in relationships we have with people as well. When we have a relationship with somebody who we have taken the time to develop and we feel this strong sense of partnership with that person, okay? We, we feel this connection with the person. When you want to then do something that makes you feel uncomfortable or something that you feel may be difficult for you, something that stretches you a little bit, don't you feel so much better when that person, the person that you've built the connection with is beside you and they might not be doing it with you, but the mere fact that they are there supporting you helps you and gives you confidence. Their confidence in you helps you to grow your confidence in yourself. So many riders, you can probably attest to this, that if you have a trainer or an instructor that you've been working with for a long time, and you really and truly trust this person, you feel that this person knows you, you've developed the partnership with this trainer or instructor, okay? And maybe there is a challenge and you feel that you're not up to the challenge and that you're never going to get there and this is just hard. That person, the trainer or the instructor's confidence in you actually allows you to expand, to reach the level, to, to get to the challenge, to make it happen, to make it a reality. And you can do that for your horse. And similarly, your horse can do that for you as well. You're developing the relationship and the partnership between you and your horse has the potential to then help you both to develop your confidence in your own abilities because of maybe the horse having confidence in you or you having confidence in your horse, okay? And I know it sounds a little arbitrary, but if you've been riding for any length of time, you probably know this. So good example would be you're on your horse and there is something scary up ahead, okay? Now you're not scared. You know that this is fine. I'm recently thinking back to an incident here with a balloon. Um, and the, the, the rider knew that the balloon was okay. It's only a balloon. We're golden, hey? The horse thought this balloon, I don't know, was going to maybe shoot sparks out of it and kill them both. The horse was feeling very, I don't know if I can get us past this balloon. This balloon is a challenge, eh? And it's, it's life-threatening and I don't think we can get there. But because the rider had confidence in the situation, but also confidence in the horse's ability to successfully navigate past this balloon, the horse developed the confidence in themselves. Was it a little shaky? Yes. And did it feel great? No, but it, it almost relied, it, it leaned on, it, it used the rider's confidence. And the, the rider's confidence wasn't so much in the rider's abilities. The rider's confidence was in the horse's abilities to do this, to navigate past this, okay? And it leaned on that confidence in order, it, it allowed that confidence to support it. So as it actually did make it past the balloon. Now, probably if the horse done this a few times with the rider, you would find that that horse is going to navigate past that balloon on its own later. But can you see how by developing the relationship, by developing the partnership, the horse can then begin to settle into this new belief and also begin to up-level their own confidence. And you find this so often, it's, it's so, so important. Um, and I think that it's, it's really, really, it really comes down to building it. <laughs> Strangely enough, 
partnership is something between two people or, or you and your horse, two, two, two separate entities if you want, okay? But partnership actually starts, I believe, with you becoming more aware of yourself first and foremost. So you becoming more aware of your beliefs, your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions, okay? So if you think about having, let's say, the noticing, like being really present and at any point with your horse and noticing, okay, this feels really good. I feel really confident here. I feel comfortable here in this, in this place, doing this thing. This feels good. That is because you have a thought about that, okay? Now, you can begin to develop your partnership more by actually paying attention to the thoughts that you're thinking and to what you are enjoying, okay? So I really do believe, you know, mindfulness, it's kind of a word that I feel is bantered around a lot, um, particularly the last few years. Um, It's something that everybody's like, I'm being mindful. But I really and truly feel that when you're working on partnership, and I'm going to give you a couple examples of how you can begin weaving partnership into your weekly riding um, and being intentional about it. But when you're working on it, start with yourself, okay? Focus on your part of the conversation. What I mean by that is notice what you are doing, what you're thinking, how you're feeling, where your body is and what you're doing with your body. And from there then begin noticing your horse's response to whatever it is that you're doing, okay? When you can begin to get really, really mindful and just very present and aware of what you're doing and the response that that is having on your partner, that's where you begin to build partnership. And it seems so strange, you know, we often think of partnership, no, no, I must focus all my attention on my horse or on the other person. No, no, you can't control them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's focus on what you can actually control and what you can really change and what you can use to, to create a better outcome and, and to actually develop something. And that's you. Focus on you, but do so from the perspective, if I do this, how does my horse respond? And then begin noticing where you can tweak and change things. And, and in doing so, almost elicit different responses from your horse, okay, by doing that. I think that that is really, really important. The more self-aware you become of yourself when you're with your horse, the more your relationship or your partnership with your horse or your connection with your horse is actually going to deepen. And I know it seems like such a, almost a, a, a contradiction, but it's not, it's true. Um, and I would love it. if you're going to work on this this week, if you're going to take um, maybe one or two of these ideas and just be really intentional and work on it, start with you. Notice you first and then notice the response that that has on your horse. Okay. So a few ways that you could indeed include this in would be a head massage for your horse, lunging in an enclosed space or an arena, groundwork, loose schooling, free lunging, You can do, I believe, partnership in riding. So for example, the example I gave earlier about the balloon, okay, um, that is a good way to actually develop partnership, strangely enough, in riding. But you don't have to put yourself in these uncomfortable situations. You can also then just use riding in general and thinking about, again, the self-awareness of you and how your horse responds to what it is you're doing. And if you focused on that in the ride, that's the ride, I believe that that's a way that you can build partnership, okay? You can attend clinics, you can lunge in an open space, you know, lunging in an enclosed space. 
is one thing. Lunging in an open space is quite another. And (laughs) I believe that while you can develop initially lunging in an enclosed space, in fact, I do actually recommend um, my riders when they're starting lunging for the first time to actually do so in a more enclosed space. But I also recommend then to transition into a more open space. I feel that it really and truly begins to develop the skills, to develop the partnership, to develop the conversation, okay? So they are two different things. Online courses or programs, online workshops, a leg massage for your horse, walking in hand, grooming, natural horsemanship, a trail ride with just the two of you. Trail rides are excellent for developing partnership because you have to actually trust in your horse's ability to navigate things. And particularly when I kind of think about trail, I think about not so much hacking. For me, hacking is on the road, okay? If I'm, if I'm going for a hack, I'm on the road. If I'm going on the trail, I'm actually out in the bundus, somewhere in the bundus. Um, I'm out in the felt, the bush, the the bog if I'm in Ireland. Okay, it depends, but I'm not I'm not on the road anyway. And I have to then begin to trust in my horse's ability to navigate through that, okay? And it therefore builds that trust again, okay? So um, I find that that's a great way. And then just basically interacting with your horse in an open paddock or a field. And again, you're giving your horse the opportunity to leave you, but you're actually asking him, you're seeing if he would rather stay. And having that interaction um, is a great way to also build the partnership. Now, what you might notice in these kind of different examples, and there's so many more, you could gallop in an open space, you know, you could have maybe new experiences or new obstacles. So I mentioned the balloon. I keep bringing this back to balloon. We should have called this the balloon episode. It's nothing to do with balloons, folks. But you could like use things like that in the arena. So a lot of people say it's um, intentional desensitization of your horse. And it is that. But you can do that to develop partnership in the arena. Or just like doing anything new at all. It's going to open up new. It's going to, first of all, question you. There'll be new questions that will come up. But then from there, having to navigate them with your horse is what builds the partnership. Okay. Now, you will probably see that there are so many kind of suggestions of activities that you can do in partnership that actually cross over or merge with the activities that you perhaps made with your fun list. And if you haven't made a fun list yet, I do want you to go back to last week's episode and have a listen there, okay? But you'll see there's different ones. I personally believe what makes the difference between it is the intention behind it. When you do something with the intention of only having fun, that is very different from something that has the intention of building or developing partnership, okay? The actions you take, the feeling behind it is going to be different. So really and truly, if you're kind of trying to figure this out, just think about the intention. And I just really believe that 20 or 30 minutes of intentional riding, okay? Or intentional anything, interaction with your horse. beats an hour of wandering around hands down and I'm not saying that every now and then wandering around is not okay and and that could be part of your fun element and that's great but I'm talking really and truly taking intention to each interaction and being intentional about it if the intention is to wander around knock yourself out (laughs) but otherwise do something else be intentional okay make it count really and truly I think that it is so so important so 
My challenge to you this week is to choose three of these activities. Now, as last week, I'd love for you to choose two that you really feel like, yes, that would be so much fun. That's a barrel of laughs. I'm going to do that. And then choose a third one that maybe pushes you a little out of the comfort zone. Um, I do feel that that's important as well. And then give it a go. Get it on the schedule and start doing it with your horse. I'd love to hear how you go with that. Okay, I'm going to invite you to pop over into the group. You can find it over at storiesforsuccess.com forward slash group. And um, we can chat a little bit more about all of this fun stuff in there this week. Have a great one. Keep well. And I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.